know that sounds very well now here on the bench, Triple H 100.1 FM. It is time to talk all things football and the first part of our triple header of content uh, coming your way this evening. First up, it is the story of the miracle of Chroma, which is what it's been donned by Anthony the Bull Caruso. And joining us uh, from uh, Manly United is the match winner himself, the hero of the day, Alan Aganovich. How are you, my friend? Welcome to the bench. It's good to see you. Um, yeah, we've asked you in uh, the break if it was if you'd calmed down yet and of all the excitement. Has it worn off yet or is it still uh, seeping in? <laughs> it was a bit hard to fall asleep last night. It was pretty surreal, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to calm down for sure now. <clears throat> what a game take that us, was. Yeah, Caruso, take us through the game because you were right in the thick of it. Well, as, as, as everyone knows, I, I pretty much lost my voice by the end of it, So, um, which goes without saying. Um, it, look, to set the scene with this game, of course, Alan, I mean, you, had a, you boys had a pro- point to prove after the 5-0 loss that you had to Blacktown City earlier in the season where it has to be said they completely outmuscled you in that game. And yet this time around, you completely turned it around and it seemed like the difference was that you were prepared to take the hits and commit to it and it actually worked in your favour throughout most of the game. Yeah, for sure. We know uh, Blacktown are always such a physical team, probably the, the most physical in the league. And um, we knew we lost two matches to them uh, this season. So, I mean, we had to make sure at home, you know, we, had, we were ready and, uh, you know, we really wanted to win this game to, to proceed. Do you think that uh, played in your favour, Alan, those two losses in the middle of the season? Did it really, mm, I it guess, just gave us more hunger. Yeah, it yeah. gave us more hunger for sure. I mean... You know, losing losing those two games. Yeah, we we had a point to prove. You know, we really wanted to show that we can play with a Blacktown as one of the best teams uh, in the league every year. So we wanted to show that we can play with them, and uh, yeah, I think we did that yesterday. There were a couple of moments that are, that we thought in particular where you really were starting to to wear there. And funnily enough, one of them happened just before um, Blacktown City did score the first goal, which actually came in the 106th minute. Yes, this game went to extra time, ladies and gentlemen, to show you how close it was. And even though they scored on the, on a, on a breakdown, a, a pretty much a turnover in midfield, you had the sense that even though they were a goal, they ended up a goal up and then you guys are man down that Blacktown City were tiring and they weren't prepared to play the 120 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we always back ourselves uh, no matter what. You know, we always try to keep playing the same sort of style, attacking football. Um, we always believe, you know, we knew that, you know, we'd fight to the end and uh, try to try get a goal back. Not one, but two goals. Take us through your thought process in that in that moment. You know, I, I watched you the other week. You were commanding at the back. It's not often that uh, the towering centre-half gets an opportunity to uh, uh, put the... Uh, the hero heroics uh, goal scoring medal on at the end of the day. Um, but that's the wonders of football at that point in a game when you've got to go for it. You, anyone can uh, be the hero. Um, take us through that moment. Is it something you worked on um, in the build up to the game or was it something you were prepared for? Or was it a very inspirational kind of uh, in the moment yeah. situation? In probably the latter stages of the season, the coach wanted me to work on my, my head as you know, I've, I'm pretty quite tall, you know, so I should be scoring a few goals uh, throughout the season. I only scored one goal against, uh, and it was against Blacktown last round we played them. But I mean, I always just try uh, in the box, you know, make a nuisance of myself and 
yeah, the first goal I just saw it coming to the back stick and I just had to get something that I knew was going to go in. I was, I was literally like in the net almost. <laughs> and for the second goal, I mean, it was pretty surreal. Once I saw I saw the um, Max get his head up and just I knew the ball was coming to me. So I just thought, yeah, I'll just go for it. And yeah, after that, it was just uh, surreal. Yeah. And what was incredible uh, about those two goals, well, about both of those plays was that the ball ended up pretty much in the exact same spot to where you would be coming in from coming in from the right side of attack into the back post. And not only that, but just the exact same spot, which is pretty much just outside the line of the, the back post and on the edge of the, of the six yard box. Is that an area that you've been targeting in particular to try and just get the little nod in or you, were you move looking either side of that point? I'd say so. I, I usually tr- try and attack the uh, back post or whatever, you know, throughout before the game coach tells me to, you know, but, you know, I feel, I feel like I, I back myself um, on the on my heading ability. So, yeah, I just, just attack the ball, I guess. And the other question we've got, I've obviously got for you in terms of that, that, especially the first goal moment, was seeing Jack Greenwood, the goalkeeper, going yeah. up. And I'll tell you what, he wasn't far away from getting <laughs> onto it either. I didn't even know he went up, to be fair. I mean, I was just like, I, mean, I was probably just tired in the mind, you know, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess we were all up there just trying to get get something, you know. And now and now you've got the game on Sunday, uh, this weekend against Sydney Olympic down at Belmore Sports Ground. I mean, Bom and I know what it's like going down to call games at, at Belmore Sports Ground. Even with a crowd of, you know, two, 3,000, it can be incredibly intimid- an intimidating place to play at, but it's so steeped in history that you just end up feeling just going into another world almost going down to play there. They're a very good team, very technical team, Sydney Olympic, but no matter what, the matches between the, these two teams end up being absolute classics. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Sydney Olympic, uh, they've probably been some, like the benchmark, you know, this season. And uh, going down to Belmore, we we actually, versus them the first game of the season, we were able to beat them 1-0 there. Um, they have some great players. Obviously, Roy Donovan, you know, top scorer. Um, but, you know, I, I believe that on our day, like we can beat anyone if we, if we play to the best of our ability and uh, we'll go there looking to, to win. Speaking of uh, O'Donovan, obviously top goal scorer this year, and obviously that A League quality. Um, what's uh, what's the um, the recipe to 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 nullify his threat? Uh, is that something that you guys are? Work- I'm, I'm assuming you guys are going to be working on uh, this week in the build up. Um, has uh, has your coach, with his time probably playing against him here and there, got any trade secrets? I guess it's more so throughout the season. You know, coach put like a, a lot of emphasis on our defensive, defensive uh, game. You know, I mean, we're one of the best defensive uh, records in the league this season. Nothing really changes. You know, we just got to defend as a unit, and that's probably the key, I'd say, for all all working together, all defending as a unit, and hopefully, uh, then we keep a clean sheet. I'll tell you one thing: you can do. There is one secret sauce that you can have when you go to that game against Sydney Olympic. Um, and, you know, he's a good mate of ours on, on the bench. You're Brendan Shalaki, and he's a good mate of yours as well. Um, we know a guy who happens to be the head coach of Sydney FC's Youth Academy who knows how to chop him down to size very quickly. So <laughs> if you need someone to help you in terms of that, I'm sure a certain JVW, you can get, you can get on the phone and he might jump in just to keep chopping him <laughs> once again. 
thought you were going to reference some of your tackling styles, Caruso. Uh, oh, mate, I, I have the, <laughs> I have, I have the grace of Pepe when he's when he's um got the red eyes on. All right, so yeah, it's not going to happen. The, Caruso, you got to remember this is a, this is a show for all ages, and not everybody knows that ancient reference at the same time. <laughs> anyone who knows football should know that reference. Come on, the the NPL competition, Alan, has this year has been in, simply incredible. Coming down to the last round, the last couple of rounds, even no less than eight teams could have made the final, and five teams were still in the shout of winning the premiership. What has it been? What has it been about this year in the NPL that's just set it apart? That has just made it so hotly contested throughout the entire competition? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, this has definitely been one of the craziest seasons. I mean, I've ever been a part of. I guess there's just so many top teams, you know. Everyone's uh, so many quality players, so many quality teams. I mean, anyone can beat anyone, uh, you know. So, uh, you know, we knew that, uh, especially going to the last rounds, like every game was a must win. And, you know, it was a matter of like, as you saw the goal difference, that's uh, ultimately what cost us. I mean, so looking back on that, that's a bit harsh, but uh, it is what it is. Could it be possibly down to uh, those clubs getting more investment? Is it a a gearing up to the fact that there is obviously that pipeline project of prem promotion and relegation into the top tier competition in the A-League? Is, could you put it down to that, perhaps? Yeah, I'd say so, for sure. I mean, obviously, that's a big... Everyone wants, sort of wants that at the moment. You know, they want, a, they want a national second division. So, I mean, if we keep uh, producing quality teams and players at this level, I mean, why not then? I mean, let's be honest. You could you could make a you could make a, a second tier a second division competition based with half the teams in this competition. It was that close, and the and the quality of it was just was that simply um, incredible. The other thing that's going to be fascinating to see over the next couple of years, obviously, is going to be the expansion of the competition to sixteen teams. There's going to be this will be the what's going to be most significant, Alan, is that this will be the last time they play a final series. Mm. So, how does the mindset? you know, shift knowing this is going to be the last time you play a final series into next year where, you know, you're going to have more games, but it is going to be a proper competition first past the post. Well, I guess it just shows that, you know, you can't just rely on trying to make it just into the finals. You know, every game is going to have to be must win, you know, to try and get that first place. I mean, you saw 22 games this season. I mean, it was tough, but yeah, you're just going to have to go in every game and try to win. Do you prefer that model or do you like a uh, finals uh, wrap-up well, I mean, at the fin- end of the season? Finals footy is pretty fun, I can't lie. But, I mean, I guess the European <laughs> European leagues all sort of just do the league. And that sort of shows as well. I mean, in my opinion, like, you know, the best team sort of over over 22 games or so um, shows. But, obviously, finals footy is uh, a lot of fun and I'm sure it's good for the viewers as well. So, I don't really mind. The other significance of this final series, of course, this will be the last time we get to... Well, Aaron Griffiths has got at least two more games left in him um, before he makes his move over to the Western Sydney Wanderers. He, he's he been a revelation for Manly United and indeed NPL over the last couple of years in terms of how he's how he's coached this team. What has been your experience with Griffo as a, as a manager? And w- what do you think he's done in terms of transforming Manly United to be the force that it is now? Yeah, Griff is a, he's an amazing coach. Obviously, being a defender himself, he's definitely taught me a lot of individual things, um, which has helped me improve my game. 
Um, but I mean, in terms of the team, like just the way we work at training, you know, every training session, we, we look to play attacking football, you know, playing on the ground, which I, I enjoy a lot. And just to, defensively as well, as a team, like we put in a lot of work in the preseason to, you know, with the goal of keeping, you know, as many clean sheets as we can. And we showed that with our defensive record, but also in the way we play in attack, we've got some amazing players up front there with Sayer and Bruno and the way we play is just awesome to watch. And with the mood to come of that, because we all know how serious Griffo gets. We all know how um, animated he can get on, 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 on the bench sometimes. I mean, there's, for those who don't, don't know, it, it can be a sight to see sometimes when Griffo does lose his call just that little bit on the, uh, on the sideline in particular. You need that sort of counterbalance to the, the, the intensity and the seriousness of Griffo. Is there one or two plays in the playing group or the coaching staff that sort of just bring, just remind you that, hey, you guys are here to have fun. Just someone, at least someone able to take the mickey out of him. <laughs> well, I think he does himself. He always reminds us to enjoy, you know, go out there and enjoy football. I mean, that's why we play, I guess, you know. Mm. Well, I suppose, I mean, we're all just, yeah, we just all go, uh, we all love playing every week, you know, the way we play, it's uh, so enjoyable and, uh, yeah, we just go out there and have fun, I guess, and play good footy. Dom, he's too much of a nice guy. He's not throwing anyone under the bus at the moment. <laughs> not this late in the season. I don't think that's... Oh, no, no look, 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 look. I'm, I'll this make sure tactic. you know. Whenever on this show, someone gets thrown under the bus, it's usually you throwing me under the bus, Dom. Let's face it. So Yeah, you're an easy target. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> look, it's been an incredible journey watching watching Manly United um, going through. The journey's not over. Um, get down to Belmore Park, everyone, to to support this because this is going to be an absolute cracker. Not only that, Dom, we should mention your Arpia Leichhardt, you're still alive. It is true. Uh, Arpia is still alive, still going strong, which would be great to see. Hopefully I'll catch a, a couple of games over the weekend if uh, I'm not uh, calling them uh, myself. But uh, more importantly, and I know the viewers will want to listen to this, but the mighty Marrickville Devils Division 12 preliminary final is this weekend too. So uh, some might have an eye on that as well. Uh, <laughs> potentially. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, look, it's it's going to, like I said, it's been an awesome season in terms of that competitiveness, right? We, we mentioned it before, how even it's been, which is what people want. We want an even competition, right? We don't want someone running away with it and winning it every single uh, season uh, with ease, right? Um, which I guess is where the benefit of finals comes in because it can't be anybody's uh, on their day. Um, but uh, Alan, we'll probably let you go. We do thank you so much um, for your time. Good luck this weekend. I know uh, we'll be cheering you on here as we all have a soft spot for the uh, the manly side um, when lot, you guys. go up against Sydney Olympic. Um, but as Caruso said, guys, tune in uh, uh, to MPL TV uh, for that game on Sunday, I believe it is. Yep. Um, in the afternoon, it's sure to be a cracker. Winner will go through to the grand final.